And I said, when you get a moment, can we have a word with you guys? And they said, of course. And they took us in a separate room. And they took us back in a separate room. And it was the mom, the dad, Mm -hmm. and the aunt, I think. Mm -hmm. And I said, you don't know us, but we lost our son a year ago in in a similar way. I said, and we just want to know, can we pray with you? This year, January of 22, many folks gathered to support family. It was one of those environments where everyone can just feel that same blood when it comes to everyone in this room wasn't needed for this to be a family or deal. So my friend Latoya, more like a sister, her brother, 40-year-old Rico Jones, passed away unexpectedly. Latoya's parents also more like parent figures for me and for some reason they want to call me pastor but these two and the whole jones family they were surrounded in a way that only family can pull off but there was only two people there who could also come with deep understanding and a deep empathy the rest of us likely will not have access to and that's lynetta and kip small's family including blood family to the Jones. There with the Jones family, I see the picture of an extremely cute little boy, all-American Colgate smile. Let's just say eye-catching enough for me to say, who's that? And my friend Latoya says, that's Darius. That's my cousin who drowned back in 2013, remember? And I totally did. Then she pointed to the living room and said, those are his parents. And as I got to know Lynetta and Kip Smalls, who you will get to know here in a second, these two felt like walking testimonies of saints who have been pressed on every side, but not crushed, struck down and not destroyed. It's a testimony of outwardly two people's hearts being broken and wasting away while their souls are being renewed day by day. They brought a spirit of strength to the house that night, but not with arrogance. It was rather a boasting and weakness so that God's strength may rest upon us sort of strength. And although neither of these two are at a loss for words, especially Kip, it's still a quiet sort of strength because it comes from a deep spiritual realization that tons of words, they just aren't helpful in this moment. So looking into their faces that night, everyone in the room saw a message that was unmistakably genuine, whether or not people's hearts were able to receive it at that moment or not. And that genuine message that poured forth from their hearts was, we don't know how we're okay right now, but we are. You may not be able to grasp being okay right now and that too will pass you will walk through the valley of the shadow of death but it will not bury you and walking out of this valley you will not fear evil like you used to and going into summer he did track and our daughter played soccer (laughs) So our life was very, very busy. We have to see who's going to where. Right. We would divide and conquer. Well, you, almost. Go, you go take care, and I'll go with him. 
Oh, you go with him and I'll go with her. And then when we finish, we'll meet up all together somewhere. And um, so, yeah, we just, we had a full life. And we were very excited because we had just been in our home maybe a little bit more than a year. Because mm-hmm. we bought our home in 2012. And he drowned, like, not even a mile oh. from our home. Right down the street. Right down the road. On the same dirt road. So basically, your life was a normal, happy, content life. Stress-filled. Yes. Just a normal life. Nothing. Of course, we have some challenges, but nothing significant. Nothing significant. significant. So I would imagine waking up on that morning. So just a normal day. Yes. Just a normal day. That's what it was. I still remember a Sunday morning. Sunday morning, you said? Yeah. And at that time, um, my car was down, so we only had the one car. And... We believe in the kids going to church. Um, so my mom came to pick them up and they went to church actually with my mom because they had grown up in that church, even though we had later transitioned to a different church. Since we only had the one car, Kip had to go to work. And so my mom came and got the kids and took them with her that Sunday morning to church. And my mom, she always says this now that she didn't think it strange that particular moment, but Darius was the type of kid he loved to play. So after church, he went with his friends and started playing. She said, and then he came back and he was like, Grandma, can you take me home? And she was like, you want to go home now? And he was like, yeah, I'm ready to go home. And she said it didn't even click to her that maybe something was wrong. She just said, okay. But she thought it was strange because he would play all day. Like, this was the type of kid you would Once literally, you there, we, as a matter of fact, we had to get him a cell phone mm. because <laughs> all of his friends was like, a lot of them was in my mother's neighborhood because we, he had grown up like around those so kids. So he don't stay the one and house. And he wouldn't be one place. So when I would be ready to go home, I have to go to this person's house. Is Darius here? No, he's at. Little Jermaine's house. And then I have to go to Little Jermaine's house. No. And he's like, no, they went to Tyler's house. And so then I got to go to Tyler's house. And I was like, okay. <laughs> a couple of times I actually left him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, when he gets back to my mom's house, t- you tell him to call me. <laughs> and me and my daughter were going home. So we actually got him a cell phone just so I can keep track of him when oh. I was ready to go. What year is this? How old is... 2013. How old is Darius? 12. 12. What month was he born? December 10th. December 10th. And big into athletics. Tell What what kind of kid was he? Just super outgoing, kind of reserved, pretty trippy. I mean... Super outgoing, a comedian like his dad. Um, He had a heart for people. Yeah. He he never met someone who he didn't like. Hmm. Um, Matter of fact, at his service... So many of the kids were just so heartbroken because he had made each and every one of them feel like they were his best friend. Yes, oh. yes, yes. A 12-year-old making A that 12-year-old. sort of impact. Middle school And even horrible. some of the adults. Some of the adults come to our house that we didn't even know. We didn't know. And they're like, yeah, you know, your son, he always used to cut through my yard or whatever and go heal. over here. And he'll heal, like, good evening. Like, one day, we was putting out some plants. That's what the lady told me. And... He just came over and started helping us. He said, y'all need some help? So he just started helping us. Yeah. You know, that's just how he just was. a great oh. kid. A great yeah. kid. And I know all parents say that. But right. He but really this one was. was. Well, really you gave us some evidence, kid. too. Yeah, he yeah. really was a great kid. 
that day, can you take us back to the moment where you recognized something was wrong? Was it a phone call? Was it a knock at the door? Were you guys together? Were you in different places? I was home with um, two of my granddaughters and my daughter. My neighbor, Paul, came to the door and um, he rang the doorbell. And our house is situated where we have like a little glass panel on the side. And he was looking through. And I said, oh, hey, Paul. Yeah, this and is I, what time? Two, three, four? Maybe 3.30, yeah. 4 in the afternoon. Yeah. I don't even really remember. But it was still daylight. And Paul came to the door and he said, Lynetta, Darius has gone missing at the pond. And I was in shock for a minute. And then I remembered I had these three girls who was pr- watching everything I did. Oh. And he said, I need you to come with me now. And I said, I can't. I have these babies here. What am I going to do with them? He said, I need you to come with me now. And I said, okay, give me a minute. And I don't even remember if I put on shoes or didn't put on shoes. But I grabbed the girls and I took them next door to my neighbor house, Leanne, and I bammed on her door. And she came to the door because I was bamming so frantically. Mm -hmm. And I said... Darius has gone missing. I shoved the girls in her door. I said, I need you to watch them. And she said, what? I said, I need you to watch them. So she said, of course. And she called her husband out the back and she said, I need you to go with her. Darius has gone missing. And all my neighbors knew them because it was a fairly, like I said, we have been there a year. We were the third family to move in. They call my husband the mayor of our dirt road (laughs) because he just helps everybody. (laughs) If they need something, he'll help them. And if they Um, got a problem, they call me. Yeah. Yeah. She said, I need you to go with her. We went down to the pond. Immediately, my neighbor, Jason, got in the water. He jumped in. Paul was already in the water. They were searching. And I had my cell phone. And I said, well, where is his phone? Because this kid went nowhere without his phone. And I was thinking, okay, maybe he just got out of the water and they didn't see him. And he went somewhere else. And so I said, where is his phone? And they said, I don't know. So I called his number and we heard the phone ringing in the grass. And I knew that he was still there. And I called Kip. I said... Darius has gone missing in the pond. I need you to come right now. And are you frantic? Are you screaming? I don't even remember. Was I frantic? She was upset. She just said, I need you to come right now. I need you to come. I said, what? He said, Darius is missing at the pond. I need you to come right now. I said, okay, I'm on my way. And are there children everywhere? Like like the boys he was playing with because he was playing with his friends. They were there. Um, Like I said, my neighbor Jason was in the pond swimming searching. a bunch of people from the was in the pond looking so like four or five people in that pond looking for him so at, at at this point your your brain can only process so much so has has especially you because you're the one that knew for the longest at this point right. is your brain even saying to you right now your son may be gone forever like I is your knew, brain saying stuff I kind of knew when the phone rang and he did not have his phone because he always had that phone. Like, he would not go anywhere with, without that phone. And at that point, I was like, listen, I can't be down here. Like, my mind won't allow me 
to be here. Mm -hmm. So I walked back to my house. And as I was walking back to my house, another one of our neighbors came out and said, what's going on? And I told her. And then my other neighbor who was walking towards me, with he was walking his dog and he said, what's wrong? Because he saw the look on my face. And I told him and he said, okay, I'm going. He went home, put his dog up, and he went and got in the water. So at this time, like five of our neighbors is in the water water searching. Mm -hmm. And now can you swim? No. I can swim. swim, He cannot. And you cannot. Is public service there yet? EMS or fire trucks? I don't even know because I left. I left the scene because my mind was not allowing me to be there. (laughs) Like. yeah. I couldn't handle it. Were you afraid to go home and just be alone, though? But I, well, she wasn't. Alone. I wasn't. My neighbor stayed with me, mm-hmm. and as a matter of fact, she used to be a member of y'all's church, Janine. I do remember her. Yeah, yeah. Um, her and her girls. And I've been working on Remount Road. And Janine, I was... got from Remount Road to our house in less than twenty minutes. You must... no lights caught me. Wow, nothing caught me. Wow. Do you drive up to people saying we well, found no, your son? I drove up to the. Yeah, well, at first I swing by the school because they're saying probably he went down there and played basketball at the school. So I rolled down through there and then I gone on to the house. When I got down there, the EMS and everything was already there. You know what I'm saying? So when I jump out, they're like, oh, oh. and then they tell them, no, that's the father. So that they let me come on in. So and then I just stand there and then they were searching the water and the cops, he came over and explained to me what was going on and. And are you panicked? Are you freaking Yeah, how are you, how are you wired up? I wasn't up? really panicking, but my heart was beating pretty fast. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And by and like, this time, I had called my mother mm-hmm. because me and my mother and my sister, my whole family, we're very close. Yes. So I had called my mother and I, my sister, and then I called Kip's aunt, mm-hmm. who called the rest of the family. Um, and so they had, by this time, started to descend on our house. Mm-hmm. Like, we had my sister, my mother, yeah, been a lot of people Kip's aunts, his cousins, mm-hmm. my uncle, all of them. Yeah, they came. Mm-hmm. And was it just like this blur and flurry of like people and things happening, or were you clear? I wasn't I, clear. I was clear. I wasn't because I just had to walk. Mm-hmm. I had to. Because she been just walking around the yard. I just had to walk. But I've been down there. So when they were searching, you know, I'm just. Walking around, just standing, standing. And I like, no, he can't be here. Yeah. And then all the EMS and all that was still there, you know what I'm saying? And then they brought another rescue thing in, and people started going in the water. Then they tried to get everyone out the water. So in case, you know, nobody would bother the body or whatever the case is like that. So I was just standing there. Then my mother-in-law walked up. And then my sister-in-law walked up, and they just started rubbing me on my shoulder. And I tears just started coming, but, you know, I don't know what happened yet. And yeah. was that helpless to just be on the shore and yeah, be like, I can't you know, swim, I can't, I can't go in, I can't? No, I, I couldn't do nothing. And it's like, it was eating me up in the inside because I can't do nothing even if I could go in and get him. Yeah. You know, I can't swim. Right. So that, that kind of hurt right there. Yeah. So I was just standing there, you know, until they start searching. Then I just walked back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And in your mind was were you like there's still hope? I said this is bad. I, well, when you when you said the ba- go check basketball court, I yeah. think if I at that moment I'd be like there's no way he's gone. They're just yeah. not looking in the right yeah, places. Like I, I'm the father, I I'll figure it out. The whole way coming. 
That's why I really wasn't in too rushed to come. Yeah. But when she keep on panicking on the phone, that's what made me come quick. Yeah. Because I figured, because he, he's like that. That's He'll true. Give me one minute, that's one true. place. And, yeah, if Priscilla and called me you know panicking, I think that would that would signify yes, something. Yes. Yeah. So I like, yeah. well, he probably just playing basketball. So I went, you know, check that first. And then when we came in, his clothes was there, his shoes and stuff were there. And they said his phone was there. Oh, oh no. And now could he swim? He could mm-hmm. somewhat. Mm-hmm. And I guess the irony of it all is he was supposed to start swim lessons that Monday. That Monday. Oh the next day. That yeah. next day. Gosh. But he could swim. But I always put them in swim lessons during the summer. Mm. Just, you know, as a form of recreation and yeah. so that they could become stronger swimmers. Because we love the water. Mm. The beach. Not we. Well, <laughs> not we. I don't go to the beach. We, as in me and my children, right. we love the water. Like beaches, vacation, we would go to the pools and water parks and right. the beach. <laughs> so then Even your daughter could swim. My mm-hmm. daughter can swim somewhat, but after this, she became afraid of yeah. the water. Yeah. Of course yeah. she did. God. So so how much how much time goes by before it's confirmed that Darius has passed mm. on? And and how did that unfold? Well, I wouldn't say no time limit because it had to win maybe a few hours probably because they still were searching for him for a while. Uh, up until the sun went down? Yeah, no. the sun was down. No, the sun was up. Not when they found him. It was, yeah, it was up a little bit. It was like getting dust yeah. off then. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because before they came, when that man dropped that mic in that water, it was still, you know, getting dust off by then. You know? And what does that do? What was the, they dropped like a microphone just yes, to hear. I don't know. I don't know. Because he walked around the thing and he dropped the mic here and he walked around on another side and he dropped the mic there. A mic just like that. I don't know. And then he. Came back to the same spot like that and drop again and it went all the way down. Then he pulled it up, put it in the thing, and he walked over and talked to the divers. Next thing you know, the diver's gone. So when the diver's gone, then they're going all the way down there and then they come back up. Then they talk to him, whatever they said in. Then he said whatever he said to them and they went back down. And when they came when they went back down, they brought him back up. Oh my God. And all I did is drop to my knees then. Ain't nothing else I could have done. They were playing because the pond belonged to one of the neighbors. Mm -hmm. And so the neighbor's son and him and a couple of other boys were all in the water playing. Like, what do you what do you do with that? Like, uh, I mean, it's like all I'd want to do is squeeze my son. And then at the same time, I don't want to see my son like that. Mm -hmm. Like, I just I don't. That's well, an image I, you'll never get out your head. Right. So when you drop, I'm glad she wasn't there. I right. didn't. Because I couldn't process that. Me either. Just I, to be I totally couldn't. honest, I could not process mm-hmm. that. But see, I could handle it. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, it took took me a minute, but. Do they, when do they let you hold them or do you no, hold them? Or? Uh, they didn't let me come go by him. All I did is drop my knees and my mother in law and my sister in law was hugging me or whatever like this. And I'm like, oh, no, not my boy. And because see, when they brought him up, his hands were still up like this. Really? Like he was reaching for something or something. Ugh. I don't know. But they didn't find no foul play or nothing like that, you know. They but didn't. when they brought him up, he laid down. His hands were still up like that. Like he was trying to reach to get up. Mm. So at that point, I like, he's reaching for me. You see what I'm saying? And I tried to get to him, but they wouldn't let me get to him. So, And that was it. Do you call her? Do you go to her? I go on to her. I ain't call her. Right. You know? 
I didn't okay. know where my phone was at at the moment. Right. You guys being married for how long at that point? Ish. <laughs> 10, 15. <laughs> 13. Okay, so when you see him, uh-huh. do you know? By just looking at his face? Yeah, because he didn't even pull the car all the way out. He pulled the, he came in and he just threw it in part and left the door open. And when he got out, he was shaking his head. And I took off running. Where'd you go? I don't even know where I was going. She was trying to run around the house. (laughs) I don't even know where I was going. I just, she was outside. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. But I just started running. You just didn't want to even face like no. this is happening. Right. Because this is not supposed to happen. No. God. So the the emotions, I, I, I hope that I never have to experience this, but I can't. It's like the, the simple things that I can't get out of my head is you guys going to bed that night and he's gone. It wasn't no bed that night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't no bed that night. Actually. Um, my mom was there, and she said, "Y'all aren't staying here. Yeah, we went because I don't want to leave y'all by yourselves." What happened to the girls at this point? They were still over to, to my neighbors. neighbors, but by this point, my neighbor knew what happened, and so my someone went to get them. I don't even I don't know. know who got them. I don't know who got them. I don't even know who got them. Yeah. Um, and then we had to call his daughter which my sister did because we needed her to come retrieve her children because I wasn't in no state to watch them Mm -hmm. any longer. And then we had to break the news to our daughter. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. they were very close. Mm -hmm. The older or the younger? The younger daughter. They were like this. They were 23 months apart. But we got two rooms. They could be in this. He, she can be in this room, and he could be in this room. But in the morning, one could be in this bed, or one could be in this bed. <laughs> that's just that's just the way it yeah, is. Yep, they had their own room, but they had the their morning. own room. But in the morning, when they're gonna be go together. To wake them up at school. They're gonna be school. together. Yeah. Either she gonna be in his bed, or he gonna be in her bed. Yeah, they were super. That's close. all it was. No and matter we what, we raised them to be mm-hmm. like yeah. that. That's a whole nother layer. Seeing your child yeah. suffer mm-hmm. from losing. Their sibling. Right. Mm-hmm. And she did have to deal with that for a long time. Yeah. Because she still be dealing with that. Still in therapy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She goes, of she sees the counselor. Yeah. 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 Well, good and for her. And one of the kids we call our stepson right now, that's, that's like him. He's, anything he does, he includes him. Like he's even in the service. He got a plaque of stuff sent it to us with his name on it. With my son's name on it. Yeah. His tattoos. And he keep on getting that. I keep on telling him about these tattoos. <laughs> he get these tattoos with my son's name. He got his shoes with my son's face and stuff on it. His phone. That's just how he is. Yeah. And so that's another layer, like the kids, because... Mm-hmm. They helped us. Like I said, they... Yeah. Like, my son was so friendly and warm and loving. To There was nothing for us to have 13 children in our home on weekends, Mm -hmm. spring break, Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving break, Christmas Christmas break. Like, I used to tell him all the time, I'm like, Darius, during the month of January, nobody sleeps here. If you don't live here, you, no one sleeps here. Give me a break. And it was so funny. One time I remember this story. So 
he knew the room. Nobody slept there the month of January. I'm like, I need a break. <laughs> like, I need a break. So here comes Fev- February 1st. And he said, Mom, can my friend <laughs> And I just kind of looked at him. And he said, well, it's not January. It's February 1st. <laughs> like, that's the type of kid he was. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> so how did the kids react that had been with him at the pond? Like, devastated. They-, yes. they were devastated. And we tried to comfort them mm-hmm. because they came to our home the next day or two days later. Next day. And we, well, I mean, never left. And we just... You know, really? tried to explain to them not go back home. that it wasn't, it was an accident mm-hmm. and we didn't want them to blame themselves mm-hmm. that, you know, these oh. things happen. Because they're one, I'm like, you know, if I was only with him at that moment, oh, yeah. then, you know, oh, yeah. and then they're saying the other one, like, we was right there in the water and I knew something had to been wrong because I didn't see him no more, but I thought he was just hiding from us. Yeah, yeah, you just don't think yeah. the worst. And we didn't like that, want especially. them to blame themselves right. because we don't want them to carry that guilt because yeah. they were still young and they were kids and they all were playing and having fun. So shortly after, you know, the next week or so, are you just on autopilot? Like, are you just? I mean, how? I know people are like, what can we do? How can we help you? And I wouldn't even know what to say to how you can help me. Like as far as helping with a funeral and all that stuff. That's that. That's That's, that what we was blessed at because we we were just focused on us. We didn't have to do nothing. We didn't decide on nothing. nothing. My mother and my aunt and my sister, they did everything. All all down to dressing. Yeah. Dressing us. She went and bought stuff for us to wear. My aunt did. Um, just, yeah, they did the everything. service, everything. Yeah. I feel like I would eat like, food, everything. We didn't have to yeah, do nothing. Our neighbors, uh, John's Island community, who we were so very thankful for mm-hmm. his baseball team, yes. his football team. Yes. I it was mean, there. His track members, the coaches, the Teachers at the school, everybody was just so supportive. They were just, okay, do you need us to do this? If you want to have the service at the middle school, you can have it there. We spoke to the principal mm-hmm. and the school board, and oh my God, everybody was They just, even put a tree to the school for him. Yeah, wow. they ended up planting mm-hmm. a tree. They're planting a tree to the school with him with this little plaque underneath it. Mm-hmm. At the middle school. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, just trying to like yes. breathe. Yeah. Mm-hmm try to explain where I'm coming from with this one. Obviously, if if it's 2013 right now, we're not sitting having this conversation. No. no. So at what at what point, because you don't move on from this, mm-hmm. the pain doesn't go away, no. but you're able to sit here and talk about it. At when can you reflect on about when the pain was bearable enough to live your life? Well, I, I and please, please, please excuse my ignorance because mm-hmm. I've never gone through this. I hope right. nothing I say is insensitive. Yeah. I know the pain does not pass. I, I can't say when it happened, but when it did, you wouldn't know because it's, it was tense now at the whole time. Mm-hmm. But it seems like it just God just made it a way for it to ease in there so it can make it easier for you. And for me, I would have to say that night... I was just devastated. 
there's no other word for it. Mm-hmm. Just devastated. Unconsolable. And I went, I finally went to bed. And during that day, everybody was like, how are you doing? How are you doing? And I kept saying, I'm trying to make it. I'm trying to make it. And that night, I don't even know how to say it other than as I was asleep, the Holy Spirit started to minister to me. Mm-hmm. And I heard the Holy Spirit say, you are not trying to make it. You will make it. And when I woke up that morning, it was a different outlook. And even my mother said to me, maybe a month or so later, she said, you know, I thought we were going to have to put you somewhere. Because I was just inconsolable and so devastated. She said, but I thank God because when you woke up that next morning, there was a difference. Yeah. So it almost sounds like that night, you were well even beyond devastated in mourning. Like you, you were not healthy. It was no, not going well. Not at right, all, right. to say the least. Right. So it's it almost sounds like the Holy Spirit reeled it into what a normal person would go through when their child was lost instead of that, whatever state. I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. And with me, it took me a little longer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah. A lot longer. Yeah, because I wasn't even eating or nothing now. Right. I just... I right. just couldn't take it. Right. And, you know, and I look at it like, you know, like they say, don't question God. But I like, why? Sure. We try to do everything right for him. He wasn't no bad child. He tried to do everything. Why us? Yeah. You know, and it took me a while. And when we went to church that day and our pastor was preaching and he says, like, if it wasn't you. Then who? Then who? Who would you wish that something bad on? And. Why you think he done it to you? Because you strong enough to handle it. That kind of eased the pain, son. And then he went on to say, now you can help someone else. We had the service that Friday. And Father's Day was that Sunday. And we were oblivious to that fact. To be totally honest, we were oblivious to that fact. And... um, it was funny because we had went to church because I was like, I'm going to church. <laughs> like, that's it. I'm going to church. And Kip said, okay, we're going to church. And we got to church and it was incredibly early. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, well, let me, let's just go to the grocery store and get something to drink because it was down the street. We had said, okay, well, maybe we're not going to go. We're just going to go home. We'll just go home, go back home, remember. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, as we were getting back in the car, Mm -hmm. the assistant pastor of our church pulled up. No, at the the grocery store. store. And he pulled up Mm -hmm. and he said, Lynette and Kip, how y'all doing? Are y'all coming to church? You say, yes, sir. You're like, well, I am now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, yep. <laughs> yeah. I can't call people and check on them without them saying, oh, the reason why I've been gone, I'm like, I'm not like, oh, like I really don't care. <laughs> but it was just, I was like, okay, so God is telling us we need to be in church. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Because 
And I'm, how would that happen? Right. Right. You know, just like of- last night to cut you off, but just like last last night, night before. Night before. Night before. It was bothering me. I couldn't sleep. Uh, and she like, what's going on? And I just, I was crying at the moment. And then I wake her up. I said, give me a kiss. She gave me a kiss. And she said, what's going on? I said, you need nothing. I said, Darius bothering you. And I said, yeah, a little bit. And she said, okay. And then she put her arms around me. And I just cut off the TV. And I said, I got you. And she said, I got you. See, so many couples when a don't make it. They when don't a make it. yeah when a when a loss like that happens, mm-hmm. they somehow just it self destructs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know and what then I mean? Another thing, when something like that happens, they pull away from each other. Yes, yeah. and I had to tell you yeah. that mm-hmm. it was maybe a month or so later. A month and a half, yeah. yeah, and I had to tell them. I said, "Listen, if you shut down, we're not gonna make it." Mm-hmm. I said, so I need you to not shut down on me. Because mm-hmm. I'm that type. I hold a lot of things in. Mm-hmm. I don't express myself or nothing. I just let it go. And it eats me up in the inside, but that's what I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't. I can't say how I handle it, but yeah. that's just me. Yeah. It's in, I, I was going to ask. Like, it's like I be, try to be the stronger one for right. the family, you know? Right. And you're not. Mm. Yeah. You and I are very similar where it's like, we know that they think they're being strong, but we're like, listen, if it weren't for me, you would not be anywhere. <laughs> and I mean, that I think it's is the nurture in women. Right. Be like, I'm actually the glue. Sorry. Yeah. But so how did you you receive that? Well, when she mm-hmm. said that and you're like, OK, I've got to make this yeah. work. Mm-hmm. So when you when you had that moment with the Holy Spirit and your dream and then waking up and the you woke up the next morning to immense pain. Yeah. But it felt more like, okay, God is with me and this is manageable. It was manageable. Like I can live. Yes. Yeah. And then we had to go straight into receiving mode because there was people day and night and night and day and the children and just Just exhaustion. Yeah. And our yard was full for a long time. Our neighbor's yard. Yes, our neighbor's yard, our yard. And we got a big yard. <laughs> and our neighbor yard, our yard, the side of the road. I mean, constantly, even when it was over, people were still, people were still, still reaching out, bringing food, sending this, doing Car. this. And was that Car. good or bad? It's good. But the only thing I could say about that is it's good when everybody is around because it's easier. But oh Lord, when you home by yourself, yeah, yeah, everybody done gone. Right? Yeah, yeah, everybody moves on with their life basically, right. and then it's you're stuck different. with and the worst you nightmare. Have to kind of you have figure to, out you have how to deal to with it. your life. Now you got to and move forward. Right. Refocus. So as soon as everybody's gone, mm-hmm. it's like now what? Now, yeah, like, like you're left with the thoughts yeah, like, and the playing yeah. it over and over. Mm-hmm. So one of the worst. I, I mean, I, I told her it may be the the worst thing that I have ever witnessed was our, our dear Val mm. seeing Rico, right. like just that visual of, yeah. I mean, her crying. Right. What, what do you do with those images? I mean, I'm assuming he was in a we casket. We chose not to view. Mm-hmm. Once he was pulled up, y'all was, never, y'all never well, saw. She never saw. I that. never saw that. Okay. I saw that part. You saw that and that was it. That was it. Wow. Or, or do y'all regret that or y'all like no, that decision? No, bro, I don't regret it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I, I'm a I'm a type of person like that. I can see it and, and bear with it. 
but it's going to take a while, but I can have it, you know. One of my neighbors, we just got through talking about that a couple months ago. Before he passed away that morning, he was walking through the yard. He told the guy they was putting up a transmission, and he like, Man, y'all ain't finished putting up that transmission yet. My daddy would not finish that. You know, and he like, boy, you better get your little tail from here. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? Then he going on through. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And me and him was just talking about that a couple months ago. You know what I'm saying? It's like, boy, I missed that boy. I said, what boy? Oh, boy, your son, boy, I missed that boy. And I don't know what brought that up. He just said it. So it's still was that Was there impact. anything that people said that you wanted to just, like, this was the least helpful thing you could have ever said? <laughs> well, no, not really. Not to me. Anyway. No, not to me. No. You know, because everybody is just so sorry. Mm. And, you know, let me know if there's anything mm. I can do. And of course, you know, that's what people say. I mean, and a lot of people say that. And some and of them I want to tell them, just get out of my face. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I want you to do. Just get out of my face. <laughs> yes, but, you know, I mean, I know they mean well. <laughs> right. But, yeah. but at that moment, I'm not a really a people person like that, you know. I mean? Surprise. Yeah, I just... <laughs> I mean, I I'm can sorry adapt, for I'm sorry for hugging you when you I walked can, in. Da- I can adapt to anyone, you know what I mean. But sometimes I just I just like to be by myself. Like right. I tell people, I love me some me. I can be by myself, no problem. That is did, so true. Did you ever flip into a, a permanently anger? I'm, I well, feel abandoned by you, God. I, season. I, see a bit. I was I was angry at God for a moment. What's I a was, moment? couple of weeks. I yeah. was like talking to him like, why? You know what I'm saying? You know, mm-hmm. I do what I try to do what is right. And, you know, going to church and praising you and spreading the word, whatever, you know, and I like, why, why, you, why would you do this to me? Mm-hmm. You know, but it took me a while to realize that, like I said, if it wasn't you, who would you wish it on? Right. Now, I'm curious, has your theology and or your approach and how you view God, is it different? Because you you had to walk through basically what Job walked through. Is like, I did this and I did that. And we raised him right. And we, we tried to follow your will. Mm-hmm. And this happens? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, you know, with, with our pastor and all that, that's how, we, how I dealt with it. Because it seemed like every time we go to church, it was something along that line to help me out. You see what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. God, right. God did this for you for a test. You want to see if you're going to grab Strongo to him or let him fall. It's, it's that kind of thing. It's well, like, you, you think this was a test for you? That God- I mean, I was saying it was a test. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you're going, you going to follow me or you're going to fall off? No, I, I mean, I would I would push back on, I don't think God did that to test you. Mm-hmm. That's just my... Yeah. That's, no, I but, know he did, right. but I'm saying right. that, that but, grass stuff. But, like yeah, but once it happened now, it was a test. Like, what 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 are you going to do? Do y'all see God differently? When bad things happen, you've got to process it differently than what I would process it as. Not, Not really. really. Really? No. Not really. I think y'all are like the most remarkable couple because <laughs> one, you walked into a room where you knew... They were grieving that Val and her family and which is your family was mm-hmm. grieving. And I was there and you walked in and you said, God is good. Yes. That's what you said. Like yes. you greeted Val and you said, God is good. And you meant it. Yes. And she said it all the time. Yeah. That's what you like. Yeah. I. That <laughs> because we already a, been there. That's not even on my radar. Right. 
you said that because you and Miss Val are like this. Yes. Y'all are close. You wouldn't just go up to a stranger yes. who lost their kid no. and said God is good. Like well, you. let me say this. <laughs> so a year later, mm-hmm. Kip and I was in bed and we were watching the news. And it came across that another young man had drowned in a pond, oh, not this. even a mile from his home. And Kip and I looked at each other at the same time and said, we have, we to, have to find them. them. This is a year later. Mm-hmm. A year later. And we looked at each and other. And as a matter of fact, it wasn't even a complete year yeah. because it was that May. Yeah. And I, Darius had passed away the June before. And we set out calling people, hey, Facebook, do whatever. you know this family? Um, is it any way we can get in touch with them? We just want to be a blessing to them. And someone called and gave us their address. Because see, what happened is the lady's son that drowned used to work with my sister-in-law, husband, mom. So she had knew him. Yes, she She had knew him. So that's how she ended up getting the number for us, for the people. And we got the address. And we we rolled down. (laughs) We rolled there. They didn't even know us from a canopy. They lived in Edison. Hollywood. 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 They, they didn't know us from a canopy. We, we didn't, didn't know, know them. them. All we did is pull up all the cars and all out there. And, and they, just pull up. They, I mean, so they're, they're, they're in the middle they of They are in the middle. They were receiving people. Good God. And we walked in and um, we, we said, good evening. And they said, sit down. And we sat down and. We didn't even know which one was the parent. So we right. had to ask. So you know we asked. I said, um, where's the mom and dad? And they were like, oh, you want to talk to them? And I said, yeah. So then they took us to where they were. And I said, when you get a moment, can we have a word with you guys? And they said, of course. And they took course. us in a separate room. And they took us back in a separate room. And it was the mom, the dad, mm-hmm. and an aunt, I think. Mm-hmm. And I said, you don't know us, but we lost our son a year ago and in a similar way. I said, and we just want to know, can we pray with you? That's it. Were you crying? Like, I would have been a wreck. No. What was their, what was their reaction? That, I mean, that had to have been unbelievable be like, to be looking sure. into the eyes of someone yeah. who just went through this. And appreciate I said, it. you know, we just want you guys to know that if we can make it, you, you can, can too. God is good. And, we, and we proceeded to pray with them. Mm-hmm. And now you're good friends all on yeah. Facebook and all. And we went out to yeah. dinner a couple of times mm-hmm. with them. And when, as a matter of fact, the young lady became a minister and mm-hmm. I went to her Church. trial sermon. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that's that that's an example. That's an example uh I was gonna ask about Romans eight twenty eight, God working good out of all things yeah. for those who love him. That's an example, but are there any examples that don't have to do with you guys helping anyone out? And maybe even outside of what God has done in your hearts through this, has, has there been anything where this is a horrible example, but some people would say, well, may, maybe maybe he avoided something even more painful in the future. I mean, we just never know. But you have know, y'all seen good? said that to me one time. And I just was like, how dare you? <laughs> how dare you? Right. I, I put it in a way like, he blessing so much other people, he had to leave it to let other people know that God is good. What? Say that again? 
he had to leave here mm-hmm. to let other people realize that God is good. Because they still have their kids? Because they still have their kids. And these parents are still handling this. I see That's what you're saying. I, look at it. Wow. I see what you're saying. Because now you're treasuring your kids and doing what you're supposed to do more. Because you know uh, you can lose it the day or tomorrow. So you, you didn't see that as an insensitive thing? No. Uh, Not uh, to me. Because yeah. I'm looking at it like, as him leaving, he's helping so much other people. Because you don't know how many people come together at that time and helping other people. With all you know, with that couple y'all minister to, everything looking back on it, if you could have your son back and throw all of that away, would you? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that was a stupid question. No. But I still had to ask it. I mean, I would throw it all away in a heartbeat. Yes. Absolutely. You'd give your right arm. I mean, you'd give you, you, Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't even talk. <laughs> I ain't ministering to them if you're going to give me my son back. <laughs> oh, goodness. Is it hard? Because you, you guys are very kind hearted people. So I think y'all would be as understanding as someone could be understanding. But is it hard to hear people complain about their kid flunking a test or a flat tire? Or losing a job, and you're like, you know, that's really petty. No, we lost. I complain too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no. But I, I it, it hurts me a lot that some of these parents that have their kids and don't take out time with them. Right. Yeah. But if they're gone, then you got so much stuff to complain about. Right. Just like this young lady, you know, that went on the news a while back when she had her kids in the car and she went, to, she was inside working, and her kids passed away. Well, she had. The food and the water and all that stuff. And then, and then the other family members getting on the TV and talking about, well, she could have asked me. Maybe she did ask you. You told her you didn't have time to watch your kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. she's trying, she was trying to work and take care of her kids at the same time. Yeah. But then you're going to come on TV and say, well, if she had asked me, I could have watched them all. You know what I'm saying? She didn't call me to watch them. Maybe she did. Maybe she did. But she didn't, she can deal with it no more so she had to do what she had to do she had to try to adapt so you just have like no judgment i feel like in your hearts at all towards anyone i don't it's just like compassion and understanding and like have you always been this way or do you think it's like a result of tremendous loss i've always been this way because i've always had told my children you have to sometimes take a step back and look at the big picture and you got to put yourself in somebody else. And I've, I've just always lived my life that way since I was a little girl. Like, I thought everybody in the world did that. Like, took a step back and look at the big picture. Not me. I, I found out that wasn't so. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, my grandmother and my mother raised us to be loving. My grandmother would take in anybody. If you needed a place to stay, if you needed something to eat, Kip's grandmother was the very same way. If That's you why need, clicked, so. yeah, if you needed somewhere to stay, if you needed something to eat, um, my mother sometimes to her own detriment, and I fuss with her all the time. Uh-huh. She will give anybody anything, and I have to tell her all the time. These are grown adults. They need to take care of themselves. Yeah. You need to stop be giving so much. That's just the example that was set for us. Yeah. I don't know how, how do you move forward? Like, do you wake up every day and you're aware, like, my son is gone? 
So immediately, I went, maybe not immediately, but um, yeah, maybe immediately, a week or so afterwards, I just had, I just knew that I had to get up every day because I had him and I had my daughter. And if I didn't get up, they wouldn't get up. And I feel the same way. And then um, Kip's aunt sent me the serenity prayer. Mm -hmm. Um, One of his aunts sent that to me. And part of it goes, give me the strength to do what I need to do this day. I remember my godmother, um, like I said, our family is very close. She came every day during following my son's accident. She brought us food. She made sure yeah. she said, you're going to eat something. I don't care what it is. I've been and she told me, she said, listen, if a minute is, if an hour is too hard, you take it minute by minute in order to get through. I do want to point out that. In one of the saddest episodes, Kip managed to say maybe the funniest thing that's ever been said. Did you? And we almost missed it. Did you hear it? <laughs> I, I asked him if he could if he could get his son back. Would he throw all that stuff away? He said, "I wouldn't even talk to that couple." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'd have to figure that out on their own. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I guess we just want to say God is good. God is good. Father, Lord Jesus, we just want to say thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for all your blessings. And Heavenly Father, we just want to ask you right now to that mother, that father, that sister, that brother, that family member, Lord Jesus, that is dealing with a loss. Heavenly Father, please comfort them. Let them know, God, that joy does indeed come in the morning. Let them know, God, to cast all their cares on you. For you are able, God. You can mend their broken heart, Lord Jesus, and restore their joy. Heavenly Father, let them know, God, that all they have to do, Jesus, is just to call on your holy and a righteous name, God. And that you can do all things, God, if they just trust and believe. These are many blessings, God, we ask in your name. Amen. Boy, that's the shortest for you ever. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Now faith is confidence in what we hope for, and assurance about what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commended for. By faith we understand that the universe was formed at God's command, so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. These were all commended for their faith, yet none of them received what had been promised. Since God had planned something better for us, so that only together with us they would be made perfect.